WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It is 8.25, and joining me on the phone right now is Jonathan Ringdahl from the Cooley Region Audubon Society. Good morning, Jonathan. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm just living the dream and happy to be here on this beautiful morning. It is uh, it is a very nice day, and uh, it looks like we're going to have a, a a pretty good one here for uh, uh, for today, and, and we'll get out and enjoy it anyway. But let's uh, let's talk about the the reason why uh, why you're on the program this morning here, and uh, you are a member of the Cooley Region Audubon Society here, and you know one of the things that uh, uh, we are certainly uh, uh, blessed with in our area here besides the uh, the great uh, fishing opportunities that, that we do we, you know the the bird population around here is uh, to my mind to my way of thinking anyway just uh, uh, incredible there's just uh, so many different things to uh, to see and do let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, the uh, your organization and, and I guess just maybe start out by giving me just kind of an overview of what uh, uh, what your organization does and what you're kind of promoting uh, in the area. Yes, yeah, so the Cooley Region Audubon Society is the place to go if you are a bird lover. So uh, during, uh, we take a break during summer, but the other months of the year, we are doing monthly meetings with programs typically related to birds. Sometimes we will have live raptor programs. We'll have people coming in that are experts in bird-related fields to share their knowledge with us. And my favorite meeting is in January when we have a potluck and uh, we have really good photographers in our organization and we welcome them to bring in their pictures and share them. And that is always the ooh and ah <laughs> moments and uh, what Autobahn chapter doesn't go out and do bird walks. Mm-hmm. So during a typical year, we are out on Tuesdays and Thursdays during the spring migration, leading bird walks to help people find the amazing collection of migratory birds that are coming through the area. We also do some grant programs to help provide resources to teachers so that they can educate the kids about nature. And we have a lot of fun with that program as well. So we have a quite a variety of activities that we do throughout the course of the year that people can be involved with if they love birds. Would, um, I, I guess, to, to follow follow up on that, uh, you know, would, would people, I think, you know, maybe someone who's not uh, a member of your organization or, or just a, uh, a bird watcher in general, would people be surprised by the number of different species of birds that uh, uh, either come through our area or are in our area on a... a a year-round basis? Yes, I think people would be surprised to hear that. Um, When we have, and right now during spring migration, you might be able to find 100 different species of birds in a day. I think the most that I have heard of is 
being found in a day is around 130 species of birds. Wow. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, yeah. in, that's incredible. And, and uh, all sizes, of course, different, uh, not, not, not just your, your, uh, your, your cardinals and finches and things along those lines. That is correct. You can see lots of different sizes of birds. Uh, I, for example, I'm sitting out in my yard right now, and I've seen three different warbler species, so little tiny birds, uh, there's some finches, some sparrows, and uh, I have seen a bald eagle fly over. So you know, we're talking about a bird that has, uh, you know, four-inch, five-inch wingspan to a six- to eight-foot wingspan. I mean, it's, it just it runs the gamut. And, of course, there's geese out here, too, honking mm-hmm. away. So it's it's amazing. We are very blessed to live in an area that has a tremendous variety of birds and sizes, shapes, and colors. And what uh, you, you, were, you, kind of, you talked about the, the, the spring migration here. What does that sort of uh, bring to uh, bring to our area that that maybe we don't see during the uh, other parts of the year? It brings so many different birds through this area, and they're they're on their way to their nesting grounds, and you never know what is going to be coming through in the spring migration, and they're can be birds that have never been seen in this area before. And that's the beauty of it. You never quite know what is going to come through. Uh, Most of us birders get excited about the warbler migration because they have a wide variety of birds that fit into the warbler category. And their songs are beautiful. The color variety is awesome, and some of these birds will stay in nest in this area. However, most of them will continue elsewhere, so you get this fleeting glimpse of these very beautiful birds, potentially rare birds that are hardly seen in this area. That's the beauty of getting out right now at this time of year in spring migration with your binoculars to see what is coming through. And and one of the reasons that that that, that I did want to have you on the sh- the show here was you know this is uh, this is a, a great activity you can take your binoculars and uh, you know this is something that that definitely falls into sort of that social distancing category where you can go out and enjoy a, a nice hike in the woods or uh, go to parks places like that and and see these birds and you know still have a safe but enjoyable time and, and certainly an, uh, educational and I think just a lot of fun. Yes, it is. It's an activity that while you will have less eyes to help you look for birds, if you're doing it by yourself, however, it does fit the social distancing guidelines of the time. And if you're out doing it by yourself, Nobody's going to be talking to you. Therefore, you will be able to hear more birds. You may not help have so many uh, eyes to look for birds, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. or the ears to go, oh, that's what that bird is. 
However, yes, it can be enjoyed while social distancing in parks and around our region. And it can even be enjoyed in your backyard if you mm-hmm. have a feeder out. So it's a great activity for right now. Well, yeah, let's uh, let's maybe talk a little bit about that, too. Uh, and again, uh, uh, talking this morning here with, with Jonathan Ringdahl from the Cooley Region Audubon Society here. Is there a... Uh, you, you, you talked about backyard with a feeder and things like that. Are there things that, and I, I want to kind of touch on the differences here maybe between uh, like the city, you know, here in La Crosse or some, you know, on Alaska, the, the a more urban area versus a more rural area. Um, I'm sure there's some differences there. But, but touch on the fact that, you know, people are able to maybe, you know, attract some of these different bird species uh, to their backyards, uh fairly easily as well that's kind of a broad yeah. question i kind of a broad question there there's probably uh, several in there but uh, let's uh, let's start with the backyard first uh yeah it's actually really awesome in your your backyard because i wish my phone microphone could have picked it up but a a hairy woodpecker came and landed about 10 feet over my head it made its call as it was flying in and and that was awesome. I mean, that was this amazing bird experience that just happened right in my backyard right now. And uh, I, I I wish I was on a video recording right now because I would be able to show you, like, look, there's this there's this hairy woodpecker that just came back in. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, but it's um, it's uh, it's a great way to enjoy birds while staying home, while staying safe. It's the biggest thing to remember is that once you put up a feeder, it might take birds a few days to find it mm-hmm. because I saw a post on Facebook of someone that, uh, it was a meme of someone going, you know, someone staring out the window with their cup of coffee, like me waiting for birds to find my new feeders. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, if you get a feeder, you set it up in a good visible location you put uh, squirrel baffle on it, unless that's also part of what you want to feed, which that's okay if that's what you want, but otherwise they will come and they will try and get in your feeders and eat your bird seed and um, and chase your birds away. But it can be also entertaining too. It just depends on your preference. So, uh, yeah, if you get your feeders up in your urban areas, you'll certainly get birds in a matter of, of time and if not you can always relocate your feeder to somewhere else in the yard and try and increase your chances of success with them but there i really enjoy having a bird feeder at my house and watching birds and uh, especially at this time and with social distancing guidelines and how it can be a can be a hard time for people in their lives i feel birds bring a lot of enjoyment and peace just watching them come in the feeder mm-hmm. and then you know certainly the, the bird baths and and all of that uh, as well that's uh, yeah that's just a, a great opportunity to 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 get out and enjoy the 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 diverse number of birds i know i've got a couple of feeders as well in in my yard and and um yeah it i'll refill it and they won't find it for a while but <laughs> when they do they uh they enjoy it. Uh, that's uh, that's for sure. Uh, my goodness, they eat a lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, most definitely. 
but that's uh, hey, that's uh, that's 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 okay. Now let's talk a little bit, uh, you know, people's homes and backyards and things like that. How much of a difference is there between, uh, you know, the urban areas versus the more rural settings? I'm I'm guessing that uh, there's certainly more diversity of bird species in 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 a rural setting, in a in a woods, forest, things along those lines, uh, than you would find necessarily in in you know a subdivision or something along those lines. Yes, yes, you will typically find a higher diversity of birds yeah, I mean, more rural settings than you will in urban settings. And in, the species will be different, too. I mean, you might get some birds in, a, in an urban setting that will be different than a rural setting and, and vice versa. It's just, it's, you know, mm-hmm. Different birds prefer different areas and habitats, and 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 you know, uh, say like uh, if you're in uh, lacrosse, you're probably going to get some different birds in your urban area than you will say if you are out in Sparta or Tulma, just because of the proximity to the marsh and the Mississippi River that uh, brings different birds through than what you might see elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And you might get a bird showing up in Toma. That's a, a rare bird. And uh, it might bring people in from other places to see. It's the, the cool part about birding is that you just never know what you're going to find. And, and it could come into uh, an urban area. There was a painted bunting in Rochester, Minnesota recently and in a park, and that had a lot of people flocking to that park that I was seeing on uh, a website called eBird, which is, on a side note, is a really good way to track your observations and participate in citizen science and see what birds are being found in your area. Oh, cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. and, and that's just, uh, uh, and again, give me that website address. It's E, letter E, bird. Org. Okay. All right. And certainly, too, uh, that want to mention, too, that uh, uh, you've got information on the uh, the Audubon Society as well. You've got a Facebook, the Cooley Region Audubon Society has got a Facebook page that uh, uh, has information about your organization and a link to your website and things as well, uh, CooleyAudubon.org. So uh, don't want to overlook that uh, here as well. So. I, I guess let's uh, and talk about we, we've kind of talked a little bit about the, the different settings and places along those lines. Um, what uh, I, I guess where are somebody without maybe giving too many details, it's like giving a fishing hole away. You don't want to do that. But uh, give me some of your favorite places that you like to go, say, around here in general to uh, uh, to uh, uh, to see the different species of birds. Uh, this year, you will find me at the Trempolo National Wildlife Refuge mm-hmm. a lot, several times a week. I live in Galesville. Oh, okay. Therefore, I try and stay close to home mm-hmm. while birding, just for my own safety and everyone else's safety. So that's more or less my backyard birding. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it there. Lots of good birds coming through there uh you know you can go uh there's uh the beautiful fish and wildlife 
complex. On um, Bryce Ferry, which the building is obviously closed right now, mm-hmm. there's some some good trails there if you're looking for a place to get out more close to lacrosse. Um, there's a lot of a lot of really good trails around lacrosse. Uh, usually, our bird walks go through the marsh in Myrick Park, mm-hmm. or we go through trails in Hickson Forest. Uh, Goose Island can be a good place to go find birds. Uh, there's uh, a lot of other uh, Mississippi Valley Conservancy properties that are up on the bluff as well. Uh, you know, that's the thing we're blessed with is that we have uh, a lot of great areas around here to get out and explore nature and uh, find birds. Uh, Why Lucing State Park is and down in Prairie Duchene. It's a little more of a drive and um, let you know, like, state parks bathroom facilities are still closed. So mm-hmm. be mindful of that if that's a uh, drive you were looking to make. But that's also a really good place in uh, western Wisconsin for birding. Uh, if you go over towards Nesita, uh, they have whooping cranes there. Mm-hmm. In, um, the, I have a friend that works there. And the wildlife refuge. They've said they've here? had, yeah, Nesita uh, National Wildlife Refuge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but you know, like I said, um, these are all great birding destinations during normal years. It's safer right now to stay closer to home. But in the future, yeah. future years, we can get out and go and see these these amazing places, and uh, especially at this time of year during the spring migration. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, and the cool thing, too, as you're, you were talking about some of the different, I'm thinking uh, that, you know, you, you've, got, you've got woodlands, you've got river systems, you know, different species of aquatic birds, you know. Uh, it, it, that's, that's really one of the cool things about this area is that, you know, there is that diverse, you talked about the marsh area, uh, just that diverse uh, habitat, uh, which I'm guessing probably brings in a lot more bird species than, say, you know, perhaps other parts of the state uh, that uh, that maybe don't have that uh, have that diverse habitat. That's correct. Our habitat diversity in the driftless region makes it a great place for a wide variety of species. And we are lucky that we live on the nation's largest flyway. Mm-hmm. And, hey, if you're trying to migrate north, what's easier to follow than a massive river? Yeah. <laughs> makes it great. Makes migration easy. Like, you don't even have to be good at directions. You don't need your Google Maps, your Apple Maps. You're just like, oh, I just got to follow this and then I'm going to be good, and I get off at my exit. And thankfully for us, we're one of those exits and rest areas along the way north, and then in the fall, south for birds, and that gives us a plethora of species mm-hmm. to search for every spring and fall. And fall will be the swans coming through, and that just brings in... Uh, a good amount of people into this area as well, just for swan watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, I, I've done a little bit of that uh, uh, myself, and uh, yeah, that's uh, always amazing to see that uh, that migration come through, and and just the just the sheer volume of of uh, of birds that are uh, out on the water 
in, in places like that. I've gone to that Brownsville Overlook a few times, and and it's just it's amazing uh, the numbers of of birds uh, that 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 can be out there at one time. Yes, it is amazing. Yeah, you know, thousands potentially of swans out there. We'll have to see what this fall looks like. Normally, the great fish and wildlife staff are out there with scopes and information on the swans and talking to people, and hopefully we're able to do that this fall as well down in Brownsville, like you were saying. And, uh, yeah, it's, I highly encourage that for uh, a fall trip for people to head down and look at. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Well, let's let's uh, let's kind of uh, wind things down just a little bit and shift gears just a little bit here too, uh, and and talk about uh, talk about your group uh, a little bit. Uh, tell me a little bit about you know how do how do people if they want to become a members or or are interested, uh, how do they find out more information about the uh, the Cooley Region Audubon Society? As you mentioned previously. The website is a great resource. There's lots of information out there. It talks about our meetings, which are typically the third Wednesday of every month at 7 at the Ho-Chunk Nation Building. Uh, We're working on changing up the structure a little bit on that one, which will make it to our website. And there's interactive activities on our website for people to be using right now if you're staying at home uh, then you can also if you use facebook you can look up cooley region autobahn society on facebook we have a, a private group as well that's cooley region autobahn society sightings for people to share what they're seeing right now that's coming through as well as ask for help on bird identification, which if you've been out and you've been hearing all the sounds and you're seeing all these birds and you're feeling a little overwhelmed, that's where we will come in to help you with that. And you can also email us through our website as well to get help with that. And those are the, uh, those are the main resources where you can learn about us, find out about, what we're doing uh, in the future, finding out about bird walks that we will be doing once it's safe again, mm-hmm. as well as other programs that we do. I mean, we're, you know, we do like the great backyard bird count and the Christmas bird count and uh, international migratory bird day, lots of different events that we may not be able to do or have been able to do this year. However, we will be added in the future and, having fun and meeting people and helping them learn about how awesome our birds are. Great. Well, perfect. That's, uh, that, that's, uh, that's, that's great. And, uh, I, I, I really appreciate you spending some time with me this morning here to talk a little bit about, uh, uh, what's, uh, I, I think is, is just one of the, the fun things that, uh, I enjoy when I'm outdoors is just, uh, uh, you know, when I'm fishing or just out taking a walk, just the again seeing the different bird species, and every once in a while I'll see one that I don't quite recognize, but uh, can always uh, you know uh, well 
figure out at some point there. But I mean, it's just it's it's pretty cool what we've got around here. And uh, again, I appreciate you uh, taking some time this morning here to uh, to talk a little bit about your organization and uh, uh, about some of the different uh, species that we've got around here and the uh, uh, just the awesome time you can have outdoors. Well, I appreciate you showing some interest in our organization and giving us this opportunity to make people aware of how great our region is for birds and how the Cooley Region Autobahn Society uh, is a great resource to help people learn more about the birds, enjoy birds, and above and beyond all else, you don't have to know what you're hearing or what you're seeing to just be out and enjoying the birds. You can just get out and just go find birds and enjoy them for the beauty that they are without not necessarily knowing what they are. However, if you want help with that area or just other people to go birding with or to share your sightings with, we're happy to help fill that niche and share our passion with birds with anybody who wants to do it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I, again, Jonathan, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate you taking some time this morning here and, uh, uh, I, I thank you very much for uh, for doing this, and uh, it's uh, it's it's been an enjoyable conversation. And I, I certainly hope that uh, the folks listening this morning here have got some uh, some good information and uh, might take a little closer look at the at, at those birds flying by the next time uh, they're they're outdoors there. So hopefully we've maybe sparked a little interest in in folks here this morning. So I, I, I do uh, I do thank you very much for the time. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. And uh, I should mention one last thing. If you have a smartphone or a tablet, you can download this app called Merlin, M-E-R-L-I-N. And it makes it really easy to identify birds. Oh, cool. That you're not familiar with. So I feel like I should make a, a, a plug for that. The Audubon Society has a really good app as well that can, that can help with that. So either one of those two are really good to add and you're like what is that and then it lets you say like this is where i saw the bird this is when i saw it this is what size it was these were the colors what might it be and then it like it really helps narrow it down for you so i'm glad i remember that before i got off the phone with you (laughs) no hey i appreciate that that's uh that's uh that's good i'm gonna have to uh to look into that when the show is done here today so Hey, thanks again. Yeah. I, I've got to run. We're, we're running a little long here, but that's okay. Uh, again, Jonathan Ringdahl from the Cooley Region Audubon Society. Thank you again for joining me this morning on WKTY Outdoors. You're welcome. Take care. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. And that is uh, Jonathan Ringdahl, like I said, from the Cooley Region Audubon Society here. And they've got a website. They've got a Facebook page. Uh, go check them out and then uh, and get outside and enjoy some, some bird watching. Beautiful weather for it, that's for sure. Hey, i got to take a quick break. Be back in a moment with more WKTY Outdoors on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. How often has this happened to you? You've got one thing that you want to put into another thing, but it just won't fit. 
It's frustrating. Oh, why can't I get that in there? It's embarrassing. I, I, I don't know why it won't fit. And sometimes it's even dangerous. Ow, that hurt. There are so many reasons why it just might not fit. Guess it's a little too big. Too dry again. Oh, darn it. Must be metric. Well, you can toss all those old excuses right out the window. And when you absolutely want to put something where it doesn't belong, don't reach for lubricant. Reach for Lubricant. It's the lubricant with a can-do attitude. It's effective, mostly non-toxic, and cleans up in a breeze. The next time someone tells you, There's no way you're going to put that in there. You tell them, Oh, yes, I lubricant. Thanks, lubricant. Thanks, lubricant. Yeah, thanks, lubricant. Lubricant, available wherever fake products are sold. Summer is not summer without power tools. Lawnmowers, trimmers, edgers, chainsaws, Adhesive Lacrosse, they do what bigger retailers won't. They sell the power tools and they service them. All of their equipment is tested before it leaves the store. They'll start that mower, make sure the trimmer and edger work and fire up that chainsaw. And they'll teach you how to use it safely. Ace won't let it leave till they're sure it's what you need. And by joining Ace Rewards, you get even more incentives to buy. Ace of Lacrosse, Mormon Cooley Road. Enjoy your summer. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It's 8.54. And uh, just a, a couple of things here before we uh, and take another break. Uh, we're moving along here. Uh, hey, uh, just uh, if you're looking for another sort of family fun activity to do, uh, Virtual Fishing Week is going on. The uh, Genoa National Fish Hatchery uh, partnered with the National or the Upper Mississippi National Wildlife and Fish Refuge and the uh, Alamakee County Conservation Board to bring a uh, virtual fishing uh, week next week. So uh, just uh, go to the uh, the hatchery's Facebook page or their website and find out more information. Uh, they've got uh, a bunch of different activities that uh, that they will be doing. It will uh, let's see here. I'm reading a story on this that uh, uh, they'll provide information to new and experienced anglers not only about fishing but about uh, other animals they could encounter like freshwater mussels. Um, haven't seen one of the, I haven't necessarily looked, but uh, yeah, you find those, and that's kind of cool to see. And, and certainly, uh, just talking about birds, that's uh, definitely uh, a possibility when you are uh, out and about. Um, so, yeah, check that out. The Genoa National Fish Hatchery Virtual Fishing Week. Uh, one other thing here to mention, too, that uh, going to Wisconsin State Parks just got a little easier. Um, the Wisconsin DNR, and I don't know why they didn't do this a while ago. You can do everything else online, but uh, they're now offering uh, uh, folks a portal to uh, buy your annual park pass online. Um, obviously, you can't do that in person nowadays, but uh, uh, you can just go to the uh, the DNR website and uh, and pick them up. Uh, stickers uh, are available for purchase. Uh, include uh, annual resident. Uh, uh, resident senior, a uh, 65 plus, and non-resident. So, uh, take your pick and get your uh, get your park pass. So, something to uh, something to think about. Hey, I uh, got to take another quick break here and be back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY 96.7 FM, 5:80 AM.
WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. Ah, boy, is it nice to be finally back out on the water. No more drama, no more negativity, no more kids running around screaming. This is social distancing at its finest, if only for a few hours. Get back on the water and find peace in the simplicity of fishing. Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma is open with all the best bait and fishing gear. Roscoe's is where everybody goes. He'll tell you all the best spots where and what the fish are biting. Looks like I got one. Thanks, Roscoe. Midwest Family Entertainment. I'm Brittany Stiles for Midwest Family Entertainment. You were so excited to get started planning your big day, and I totally understand that right now things are a little uncertain, but you know what? It's going to be okay. Things will get back to normal. Maybe you can use this time to secure your date. We still have some available dates this fall, and we're also looking ahead to 2021. So let's set up a virtual meeting. Email me, Brittany at MidwestFamilyEntertainment.com, and we can still connect. MidwestFamilyEntertainment.com. WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millar. Thank you for joining me on the program this morning. Just uh, have a couple moments left to go uh, in the show today, so uh, hopefully you'll uh, you'll get a chance to uh, uh, head outdoors today and maybe take, if anything, just take a, a walk around the neighborhood and maybe uh, head to the park, uh, one of the state parks, where have you? Goose Island, what down there? I'm tempted. I, I might head down that way uh, later today myself and see what I can see. And yeah, just kind of keep tabs on how many different bird species you see down there. You know, mm-hmm. I've never really kept track, but I bet it, it would be interesting to see. And certainly, if you've got kids along, that uh, hey, that sounds like a really fun activity for them as well. Uh, besides fishing, that's uh, that's pretty cool as well. So, uh, again, my thanks to uh, Jonathan Ringdahl from uh, the Cooley Region Audubon Society. Uh, check out their website, CooleyAudubon.org, uh, or their Facebook page, Cooley Region Audubon Society, uh, and they will give you uh, lots of good information on bird watching in the area and the activities that they do. Again, uh, we're t- you know we are blessed with you know so much diversity here in our area in the outdoors. And that is uh, one of the things I love living uh, about living in this area. So uh, I hope you can share that uh, joy and enthusiasm with your kids and teach them the joys of the outdoors. Hey, I got to run. We'll see you next Saturday on WKTY Outdoors. It's 9 o'clock. WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. And a dagger!